0: Hello. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Good
1: morning. We've got our matches in our hands. It's been a beautiful morning so far.
0: Mm-hmm. It's episode number two. Wow. Firstly, thank you guys so much. So much. For all the support, the love, the listens. Like, like Overwhelmed, blown away, (laughs) screaming. It's it's been sleepless
1: nights, to be honest, because we've been so excited. I I mean, I don't know about you, but I have not been sleeping. It's only been like adrenaline. Mm -hmm. Waking up this morning to being number seven. (laughs) Wait, I wonder if we've gone up more. Let's check later. We'll We'll check later. We checked yesterday and we were number 14 and we had only launched our trailer. So, Mm -hmm. as you could imagine, we were screaming, very excited. We woke up this morning. We've launched episode number one. We're on number seven. (laughs) Thank you so much, truly. We are very excited for this journey and we're really excited for this episode. We're so excited. We woke up, we're like, oh my God, we get to record today. I was like walking out the door and mum's like, where are you off to? And I was like, it's potty day. She was like, oh, potty day. I was like, I
0: love that I can say that now. I know. It's a Walking full into thing. the studio, say hi <laughs> to Tommy. <laughs> we, <laughs> we fully walked into the studio and we just looked at each other and start giggling and we're like, this is our life. <laughs> Anyway, right, let's jump straight into it, shall we? How's your week been so far, Lou? <clears throat> you know what, Sue? Um, <laughs> Here we go. It's been literally dizzy. Like, we've had so much going on. I've just hurt my back this morning. Ugh. But the weekend was absolutely incredible, besides falling asleep, Ellie. I, it was my first weekend back on the
1: town since yeah. my surgery. It was the first time getting a little drunky poo-poo after we had to
0: celebrate being an absolute
1: angel, resting and recovering. Um, we were celebrating the podcast. It was River Fire in Brisbane, which pretty much, if you don't know, it's just everyone gathers fireworks. around and watches fireworks. And can I just tell you I'm a sucker for fireworks. It gets me all bubbly and warm and fuzzy feeling. Just I know, I same. Grab that person you love and give them a big Mwah, I know. Which we did, Lou. I, did we kiss? We kissed a few times. Yeah, we did kiss a few times. <laughs> On Saturday times. night. We really
0: did, but that's standard procedures. Um, <laughs> And also, thank you to the girls who we um, saw in Mr. Percival's that came up to us and they were just congratulating us. Celebrating K. Yeah, we had a shot together. We did have a shot.
1: We actually had two shots together. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. Well, yeah, oh, the weekend know. was fun. It was a really good time. And, well, it's Wednesday now.
0: Yeah. How's your week been?
1: I don't really remember. I've That's been a I mean. bit tired. Dizzy. But just very, so much adrenaline going around. Yeah. Um, but very excited for this uh, <gasps> week's episode. And oh, I thought you were about to say mantra. <laughs> and uh, And I was leading into this week's mantra <laughs> of, of the week. Of the week. Okay. So if you remember from last week, every single week, we're going to be doing a mantra of the week, just a way to get you guys set into your, if you're driving or you're about to go into a work meeting or you're just on a big long walk or wherever you are, just to kind of send to you and give you something to think about for the week. Um, We love a few words to lift us up. It literally takes
0: one quote
1: and it literally will turn my day around. You sent me this quote uh, or mantra, actually, a few weeks ago. And it has sat with me since then. You sent it at the most perfect time for mm-hmm. me. And I think it is so fitting for this week's episode talking about relationships and breakups and love. Let's say it. Let's say it. So we're going to do it a little bit differently this time. So repeat after me, Lou. And if you're driving or whatever, you can say this in your head, you can think it, or you can say it out loud. Yeah, say it out loud. Whatever works for you, if you're somewhere, you can do that. Okay, so repeat after me. My home is within me. My home is within me. I come to myself first for worth, love, and validation.
0: I come to myself first for worth, love, and validation.
1: I do not abandon myself to be welcomed by others. I do not abandon
0: myself to be welcomed by others. Or
1: to keep them from abandoning me. Or to keep them from
0: abandoning me.
1: (laughs) Drop the motherfucking mic. (laughs) I love that. That's a quote by, oh, I hope I don't say her name wrong. Najwa Zebian mm-hmm. she has an amazing Instagram page Oof. by the way incredible quotes i think she has a book and stuff but um she does i love that quote a lot
0: i think it's just very relevant to specifically Cardio and I right now mm. as well like I'm sure so many of you could relate but I think for us like we are obviously both single and single ladies, single ladies. put your hands up and <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think you know being single is fun but it also can be lonely and it also you know you want to seek that validation you want the attention you want to feel you know special and you want to feel like you mean something to someone. And sometimes you're constantly searching for that in mm-hmm. others. And I think when you're single, you really have to search that, look look inwards and get that from within yourself.
1: Yeah. It becomes
0: very easy
1: to let all of your worth sit within someone else. so they giving me attention? It's almost like the social media thing. Mm-hmm. Likes and comments and followers, you get that dopamine hit yeah. from the attention from it. And when you're not getting it, you can literally feel like so shitty and low. So I love that quote because it is just reminding you that your home is within you, your self-worth is within you, and to always be coming back to yourself. Yourself. It doesn't – if you love yourself, that's what's important mm-hmm. and you have a constant – uh, well and little fountain of love within you to pull from at all moments. You don't need that from someone else. It's someone else. If someone else is giving you that, that's just an added bonus, boo, you know?
0: 100%. And also if someone can sense that you need it from them, oh. they're going to be probably turned off. Like I know for me, if someone's relying on me for their happiness or relying on me for like anything to do with like self-worth and validation, it's just like a little bit of a turn off. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah. When you walk into a room and you're just – overflowing with that confidence and self-love. People are drawn to you. For sure. I promise you. I practice it. I, I and I while I would like I'll watch myself in moments where I'm feeling really low and you're like, you literally reek of desperation. Like I've been there. And then verse whenever I know I'm, I'm feeling myself and I am in a really strong point. People are, people just come to you and things just come and happen.
0: Exactly. But
1: anyways, oh, I love that one.
0: I do not chase. I attract. <laughs> same thing. Same thing. I feel yeah, like each week our mantras will
1: on. yeah, follow on from each other. But anyways, Lou, please take the stand on this week's topic. Last week you you told the world, you broke the news that you're a single lady. And girls, I swear to God,
0: I swear to God, <laughs> if you girls oh, go shit. follow my ex-boyfriend. Oh no, Is this It like- happened to someone. I it- have never heard that accent before. She's <laughs> been dead serious. I am literally serious. It, yeah. <sighs> Just don't? <laughs> A word of warning. Don't go after her ex man. Yeah, because be it's happened to someone before and they announced their breakup and then like 2,000 girls went and followed – ex-boyfriend so I don't really want that to happen to me. Can we have some respect everyone yeah, please? Respect. Just you know
1: give it a little bit of an air time before you go dropping in the
0: DMs. It was a lot for me to announce that so yeah just wanted to put that I out there quickly.
1: <laughs> she's like literally got like a knife in her hand and she's like don't you dare follow him. I'll come after you. <laughs> Fucking crazy I'm not Beesh. psycho
0: but you know. Actually, we'll Ashton truly is the
1: least psycho girl I've ever met.
0: Least jealous,
1: least psycho, least like, cray cray, and then first, then there's <laughs> me. <laughs> I like, I'm, like say, me saying this right now is like I'm passionate. What did Haley say? Someone on the weekend was like to me, Cardi, you're aggressive. very aggressive. I was like, I'm passionate. Okay, there's a difference.
0: <laughs> she just turns around, Cardi. is just having this conversation with me. She just turns around and goes, "Jeez, you're aggressive." <laughs> so good oh you just starts cackling and she's like it's so, true. it's so true so yeah basically I announced the breakup last week and I pretty much just wanted to follow on from that this week by I guess uh going into how I've kind of dealt with it um you know kind of talking what it's like to be single right now um, obviously respecting the privacy of the relationship that's yeah I'm gonna tell my like as much as I can without intruding and I know, I'm privacy. proud of you. This
1: is very fresh for you to be kind of discussing. <gasps> very fresh. Um, but as we've said, we love talking about dating and it truly is one of these things that we get asked so many questions about all the time, constantly. Everyone is confused, I feel like, when it comes to dating. Yeah. And I also wanted to touch on with you dating in a modern world. Oh. We had this chat yesterday because you've Oof. not been single in what, four years? Yeah, and you And you were saying to me like, I don't know how to deal with this and this. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I said to you, when I was newly single, I'd only been kind of out of the game for I'd say two and a half, three years, and it was different. Yeah. It was confronting. When I was freshly single, I was like, wait, everything's so different now. People are different. Mm-hmm. Connection and love is different. Dating yeah. is different. So you've been learning how to navigate this along with getting over heartbreak. So how have you felt?
0: Um, so the first two weeks were hard. Mm, you were there for that. <laughs> um there was a lot of crying. there was I pretty much wanted to not isolate myself, but I did turn into a bit of a hermit for two weeks. I didn't want to go out and party and socialize. I had no energy in me to do that. I was just mourning and grieving the relationship and um, yeah, I think those first two weeks I really delved into a lot of journaling, a lot of meditation, breath work. I just came back to the tools that I know have helped me in the past. And they really did help. Jo- they do. I'm telling you, journaling mm. helped so much. If I was to read my journal now from mm-hmm. those first two weeks, I feel completely – I don't feel completely different. I still have some feelings there that are, are still there. But, like, just the way, my mood and my yeah. mindset about it all is completely different. And
1: this is why I say to people why journaling is so – profound is because you don't it's like a this magical thing that I don't personally understand but it changed my life but it's like you when you're spiraling and all of those thoughts you're thinking oh my god did I do this for the right reason or I'm feeling this I'm thinking mm-hmm. that when you can just put your energy and your thoughts somewhere outside of yourself yeah. it's like your hand that big weight over to the universe or to whatever it is or whoever it is or just to your little note pages, (laughs) whatever you believe in. Um, And it gets it out of your body. You're moving the energy. It's a release. And I love reading my journals back and seeing how far I've come. Mm -hmm. It's a
0: great like little like clap for yourself moment. Don't you feel like when you're (laughs) reading it back, you don't even remember writing that? Like, I feel like I'm like, did I write that? Like, it's actually really, it's a very weird experience reading
1: it back. Yeah. I love reading mine back. I always feel such a sense of pride because whenever I'm even in my lowest moments, I always make sure that I'm rounding my journal entries up to a positive. So right now this breakup is really hard or I miss him or her or I miss this feeling. And then I always go but I know you're going to be okay mm-hmm. and you're going to get through this and how exciting that this is a new path, new journey. So I guess if you're going through a breakup right now as well, just remember, and everyone goes, what's your best breakup tip? And I'm like, I'm so sorry, sweetie, but literally time. I
0: know. Time, and it's so But use that time mm. wisely. Don't like – you actually still have to put in some work to heal. You can't just expect to like wake up better one day. No.
1: And and that's the thing. It takes time and pure commitment to yourself. That yeah. this is where the self-love comes in. It's uh-huh. like, you know, the easy option in a breakup. And I would I did this at moments. I know like a lot of people go to this. Like you can go down the route of like, I'm gonna distract myself and party and destroy my body and numb it mm-hmm. or I'm going to sit in this pain and sit in the feelings of this heartache.
0: Because that's where the growth is. That's, that's where the growth is, sadly. And it is. You have so many realizations in that period mm-hmm. and you have you, – you realize how strong you are when you you have no other choice. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I, I it's crazy that feeling and it's true. You're going to wake up one day, whether it's a month later or two months later, and you're going to just feel – happier you're going and to better. feel lighter and, and you're going to free. go way when you did i feel like,
1: get here? fucking free me gra- i'm yeah. literally grabbing my microphone right now cuz i remember that feeling yeah. when i had ended it with my last relationship like for proper relationship and i was like i am free it's just me like mm-hmm. i get to do whatever i want i am whoever i want and i can go and just be cardia now and it's it's liberating it but is. i also think our breakups like so different. So different. You, which is, I've compared mine to yours, you've actually sat in it more than what I did. And I feel like that's why you've like moved on maybe a bit easier. I don't know. Also, it was more amicable, the breakup.
0: More amicable and, um, yeah, it didn't end badly for sure. But also, like I said in last episode, there is that uh, small part of both of us that we're holding on. To like a potential mm. chance in the future. So mm. it's kind of like I have trust in knowing what's meant for me will be. Yeah. And if it's meant to be with that person, then I'm trusting that that timing will happen in the future when it's supposed to, but right now it wasn't our time. Mm-hmm. So I have to trust that because if you don't trust what's right for you and what's totally. meant for you then like who are you trusting or what are you trusting? Yeah. Like you you don't really have control over your life. Yeah. You do any actions, but you don't have – you know what I mean? So I think when you – yeah, for, for you guys, you you actually had a similar way of mindset of ending though. You were both kind of ending. like – Well, for you particularly. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean – I kept my end of the bargain
0: up. Yeah, you were like, this isn't our time right now, but like I – want to give this a shot in the future. I'm doing this so we can have a shot in the future. Uh And, you know, sometimes the other person isn't going to react well to that. 100%. And with your situation, they didn't. And that's the thing. So as you
1: said, like you, for me in my breakup, I had that hope, like I'm leaving this relationship because for anyone that doesn't know, I ended my last like proper relationship. Like I've dated a lot of people in between this moment. I hate, everyone's like thinks there's just been one ex-person. Like, I've dated other people, okay? I just keep it very private now. Yeah. But that last big relationship that was very public, everyone knows who I'm talking about. I wish I, I, we were talking about, do we come up with yeah, nicknames? code names. Code names. Let's call him Darren. because <laughs> <laughs> i just think, with Darren? I went with Darren. Let's call him Darren because I just think that's such a funny name. Dazza. 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 Um, When I was with Dazza,
0: (laughs) holy shit,
1: it was a very intense relationship. My first love where I was 19 and I'm like, this is the one. I'm marrying him. We're going to have kids. But, you know, then life happens and we broke up because, well, I ended it because my mental health was bad and I wanted him to go live his life and I wanted to get better and I needed my freedom back. And so we broke up on the same premise. Mm -hmm. I wanted to have that time and then we could get back together and be rainbows and unicorns. But sadly life happens and people move on and things come up in the way and you have to trust that like you have to and you still don't know what could happen in the future know.
0: we don't know I don't I mean I don't. <laughs> we just don't know that we're I'm gonna not leave putting that. any hopes in desert you no, know we're not we're not attached to, you can't attach, attach yourself to any outcome and that's the thing you've got to be real with yourself and go okay like there's a chance that yeah maybe one day we could get back together but there's also a huge chance that our time was then and that was it it's not totally. gonna happen again but you, you just have to trust because you get so much comfort in trusting whatever's meant for you will, will be. Yeah. So in terms of the
1: breakup, I wanted to talk about how, see so you've kind of sat in yours more. You've been like very much like I'm going to feel this. I did the opposite to Ashton. I was so. Now, <sighs> you went numb and you were just kind of like. I was like the boy in the relationship yeah. because you know how there's that classic story of like the boy goes out, he gets fucked up with his friends, he sleeps with every single girl or boy he lays his eyes on or whatever he <laughs> associates as and he's just on his he's like I'm the man he's riding away I'm tapping that I'm tapping you like I don't give a fuck I was like not that I was out there like <coughs> tapping things I was just on one I was like I am free and because I'm a very flirty person by nature I love you know I love a little cuddle and a kissy and I love a bit of attention I'm such a Leo, so. I really like got on the horse and was like, woohoo, like let's go. Her a little ride. And so I feel like I actually moved on quite quickly. I numb myself a lot because it hurt so much and I didn't know how to deal with heartbreak and I don't think I actually felt the heartbreak until about a year. Yeah. So this is the spanner in the works. Mm. I want you to know that your breakup is never going to be the same as Cindy Lulu next to you or Karen Cuckoo. On the other side, because every breakup is different, because every love affair is different. But let me tell you the power of getting back on the horse and having a bit of fun. <laughs> now, this is where this is the exciting part of the breakup. It is.
0: It definitely <laughs> I get little tingles
1: thinking about it.
0: The you know, new attention, new experiences, and the thing is, is like double in that.
1: If you want to, Ashton's like, I'm turning
0: very lightly with everything that I'm saying right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, do it in your own time when you feel ready. But when you're eventually ready, dabble in it. And, you know, you're only going to be single for however long. Like, it could be a month, it could be two years. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Me still
1: single two years later. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's people out there that are like single for like 10 years. Yeah. And
1: there's nothing wrong with that either. No. When I was going through that breakup, everyone's like, got to move on, move on, move on. And I was like, ew, I hate men. Like, I don't even want that. But then the right person came along. God, that fucked me up. Mm. This is the
0: thing. Don't just, like, dabble with someone for the sake of it. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, do it when it feels right. If the right person comes along and you're like, oh, I feel like I have a bit of connection with this person and, like, you know, it could be a fun momo, then go for it. But, like, also, if you're not ready and you don't want to do that, Mm. then have self respect Mm -hmm. and you know have boundaries for yourself and don't just do it because you think that's what you need to do I didn't sleep with
1: someone for quite a while and then like and then went and (laughs) fell not in love but like went and was head over heels the universe really threw me a spanner after my breakup but anyways let's not we we don't want to go into that whole area
0: it is it is a great story
1: it's a great story that I wish I could talk about.
0: Mm. I mean, can I talk about it? I feel like it'll come up. At, like, if you do, you want to talk about it? I met this guy. Let's
1: call him Luke. Okay, that's the furthest thing from what his that is so that's random. Such a vanilla, oh, like yeah, he was not vanilla. Was let not me vanilla. tell you, I met this guy and he was everything that I had ever wanted. A literal boy version of you. Felt like a boy version of me. And he really went and did some things to my, to my brain and my heart. And It was a very fun experience. Is that all? But the universe <laughs> <laughs> Lots of new experiences. Um, it was a very exciting time. But the universe kind of sent me this person that was like, look, sweetie, you thought that Daza was the one. You thought mm-hmm. that that was your soulmate person you then it introduced me to Luke, who was someone that I connected with more than anyone I had in my entire life. And it showed me that there is more than one person out there. And that, which is leading on to a lot of the questions you guys uh-huh. asked us, which we'll get into questions of the week. But very soon, someone asked, like, what was the question actually? I might as well just get it up. Is it realistic to think you found the one at 19? If you had
0: have asked me that. Ages ago, I would have said yes. Same. I met the one. Oh, my God. 19, I was with mm-hmm. this guy and I literally thought, like, he was it. Yep. And But then the
1: universe sent me Luke after that breakup. Ew, it's so weird calling him
0: Luke. He is not a Luke.
1: He's like, <laughs> that's disgusting. But anyways, sent me this person that ended up really hurting me badly but showed me that there is so many humans in this world and you will have a different connection with everyone you meet and, like, they can fucking rock your world and they could also hurt you, but then you you still move on and you grow and evolve. It's an experience. It's
0: all just an experience. I know for sure there's no such thing as one soulmate in my opinion. Yeah. I think you can have multiple connections with people who totally. are going to feel like a soulmate. And this is the thing, right? Soulmates, they don't have to be
1: romantic partners. No. I have met so many soulmates that are just, you know, it's – you, Lou, yeah, you're across so- the room we're like twinkling each other's <laughs> fingers. I've met so many soulmates that have, have been friends, like um, mentors, different people. You, I do believe, and like don't for a minute think that our beliefs have to be your beliefs. We're no just way. expressing what we think. But it can be so hard when you're so in love with someone. You're like, you are the only one for me. Like, <laughs> for me. <laughs> for me. <laughs> like it's Shit. you or no one. And life is so, and I guess well, it's, touching on that, is it realistic that you think you found the one at 19 like so much changes in your 20s
0: oh that's the Holy. main thing that is the main thing you are definitely not the same person <gasps> from 19 to 25 and I remember like my mom and everyone being like sweetie you're so young
1: you're so young and I was like I'm not I love him like that I know what I'm like I'm so mature and blah blah
0: and now I'm 23 and I'm like okay wow but also like don't now overthinking and go oh my god well I'm 19 and I'm with this person that I yeah. thought was the one do I not? are they not the one like just l- be in that presence be present be mm-hmm. in the moment embrace your beautiful relationship if you think that person's the one that's amazing totally literally live out this experience with them no matter how long it lasts don't think too far into the future because all we have is today and just love and be loved and give love Ooh, today juicy <laughs> <laughs> you know on saying? Okay, so the other day on the Common Chaos Instagram we asked you guys um, to write in all your questions to do with breakups and relationships and we've got a few that we want to answer here. We got
1: spammed. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. little
0: little common chaoses. (laughs) (laughs) I know. We need a little name for you guys. The CCs. The CCs. Okay, so someone has written in, I have found the perfect guy at the wrong time in brackets, not ready for a relo yet slash need to be single, what to do. What to do, Lou? What would you do? Well, it's, it's, it's hard because it's kind of like, we're trying to answer this, but it's like, we're trying to answer it objectively. But then what is your situation? The person asking, (laughs) like what kind of situation? It it just depends on the situation. Like, does that person feel the same about you? Mm. Are you dating? Like, are you living in the same place? Like, I think also there's never really. I hate when people say wrong time or
1: right time. Now that I think about it, there is like no right or wrong. No time. right or wrong. So it really just depends on where you are at in your life
0: and, and this where is the you're thing. meant to
1: be right now is the right place. And the thing is, are you blocking yourself? Because if you've met this perfect guy, right? He's perfect. You like him. This is also modern dating. We want the cake and we want to fucking eat it too. Is that the yeah. same? You want yeah, to have your cake, you want to eat yeah. it too. And this kind of makes me mad because. You could have this great person in front of you, right, and you're like, you're blocking it and you're thinking, oh, it's just not the right time. I'm going to put them on the back burner Mm -hmm. for when I'm ready. But what about if they're like, they're not ready in a few months when you decide you're ready and then you miss out on this amazing person right in front of you and then you have this regret. People these days, it's like we're looking for connection and we find someone but then we're still, we have all this anxiety but what if there's someone better? Yeah. But we never actually explore what's in front of us out of fear that it won't work out out of fear that we might miss out
0: on something and then so then you're just living from a fear state exactly I think life's too short if you want to be single then be single but if this person is that perfect guy the perf as you guy, say what what are you waiting for dabble in it yeah like go get your heart broken and why then not? you can be single again if you want to <laughs> if you don't like it you know like you're not locked into a lifetime contract unless you're married and even then it's called divorce oh. <laughs> This one, I feel like you could be answer this really well, cards, because you've recently spoken to your uh, therapist about it and mm. it's, I've moved on and I'm doing much better, but I feel like a lot of memories linger. Any tips? Oh, God. This is the hardest thing
1: because I'm such a nostalgic person. Mm-hmm. I'm a sicko. I'll sit watching old videos. I will look through old photos. I'll read old letters that we wrote to each other. Like I love going back in time into memories. It doesn't help that like they're literally like on the internet and Netflix. Well, and not even just Dazza. Every <laughs> other guy I've been with. Yeah, they're also like in very the Very prominent eye. in the public eye. Um. So that's been one of my biggest challenges is being constantly reminded of this person that I cared about so much, you know, they're linked in your life and social media makes it fucking hard, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But I started seeing a therapist um, because I was just dealing with so much in my life and this, uh, the memories of two big people in my life and, like, even little fling situationships that I was having was still messing with my head a lot.
0: Fling-a-ding-ding. ding ding
1: ding ding <laughs> Um <laughs> Who's your fling-a-ding of the week? Who's your fling-a-ding this month? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Aww, oh, yeah. yeah. No, no fling-a-dings this month. <clears throat> um, anyway. <laughs> um, But I spoke to my therapist and I said, this is haunting me. Like, memories of these people are, like, really... You can't cut ties. I can't cut ties. Like how do I cut this time? I'm trying to do all this like cord cutting meditation, like picturing myself like really cutting the cord. And my therapist said to me, it was such a simple piece of advice, but it has changed my brain profoundly. So she goes, when that person comes up into your mind, you can see them in your head. All you have to do is say no, very strongly. No, I do not wish to battle energy. with you. Battle. Oh,
0: battle she said
1: I do not wish to battle with you because for me I had these feelings of you you don't you hate me and you want to cause me upset and anger and all of these things and it would really mess up my energy so she'd say no I do not do not wish to battle with Ooh, you I love that I do not wish to step into the ring with you I do not wish to give you any of my energy and it's just no love that no so every time they would come into my head it, it's very hard and you have to practice it over and over and over again until it just becomes like a reflex mm-hmm. Their little fucking annoying head would pop into my brain, and I'd just say no, so and I would be doing this hundreds of times a day until each day it got easier. Then remember when I ran to you and I was like, "I'm finally over it, yeah I'm finally over them, yeah, and I felt free. so that's my tip. It is from a proper trained therapist. it
0: works um <laughs> there's another really good one that my old therapist told me, and you basically like. When their name or their face pops into your head, you literally shoot them away. Shoot yeah. like a fly. Go away. All <laughs> well, I can shoo. picture
1: my head is like a baseball bat and just popping their head with a bat, and it exploding everywhere. That's another. Okay. Good one. <laughs> that was a very Cut. graphic. <laughs> You're like, uh, okay, crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, that profoundly helped me get Love over. That. Get over. It. And that can be to do with anything, a friendship, yeah, a negative a, thought. A negative thought. Uh, you can switch that into how it applies in your life. But yeah, very helpful. My ex from three years ago has texted me wanting to meet. Is it a bad idea he cheated on? <laughs> <laughs> well, wow.
0: well, my first question is <laughs> kind of got a bit of like good cop, bad cop here because. When did he cheat? We're going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he has maybe not the benefit of the doubt, but we're going to we're going to give him a little grace and go. Has he grown since that time that he cheated? Was it like a silly mistake he made when he was a teenager, or did he do it multiple times and he's done it in kind of more of his adulthood life where he should know better? Well, here at Common Chaos, we do believe that people can change. Uh
1: I think that everyone deserves, you know. A second, second chance, but in saying that, I don't know for me if I could go back to someone that's cheated on me. For I have too me. much pride. For me, it, but it really depends on who it is. This is three years ago. This is their ex from three years ago. A lot can change in three years. And I think that obviously everything's very situational on how it is playing out in your life, but we do both, I think, share that belief that people can change just have your mm. like alerts. No, what's the, like have your your wits about yourself. Yeah, like
0: I can't think of the word, but
1: you need to be able to vibe this out for you and also be aware that they might just trying to be like telling you all these beautiful things, mm-hmm. like, I've changed, I'm better. You need to vibe it and trust your intuition and your gut on this. 100 Are they actually showing up? Is it? Is their words and actions – sorry, is their, ac, is their actions meeting Matching their words. words? Yeah. But I don't think that you should – yeah, if you feel like you actually miss him and love him and there was a deep connection, I don't think you should – not go. I think why not give it a try but then again like yeah, cheating is, is not chill. No.
0: And if but if you need to do it for you it be, to be able to have closure and move on like if you feel like there's still something left and you know you want to give it another shot go for it. Yeah. But like I said be aware have your glasses on <laughs> get them squeaky clean <laughs> and just don't take any shit this time girl. Can you ever get past The ick. Cardi gets the ick real
1: quick. I always have to be like, Cardi. I know. I know I'm in trouble when you go, Cardi.
0: She just gets it so easy. Because, like, I think Ashton,
1: me calling you Ashton, wow, you're going to call me Cardi? I'm going to call you Ashton. Hi. I don't (laughs) like it. Me getting serious. (laughs) I think I get the ick so easily because I have a very high standard of who I want to be with. And I just know that the people I'm having my situationships with aren't the end game for me. Also, you have, your, you,
0: you have your guard up pretty high with people, in my opinion, I which j- is good. I expect a lot I have from to do people. do a lot of security screenings to get through to the main room. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Metal
0: detector out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's it, it's good. Kay. But at the same time, like, if you are going to get the ick, maybe just – assess it why Why are you getting it what is it like where is this coming from is it something that maybe you're embarrassed about yourself mm. is it something to do with you or is it actually like something gross like if they have bad breath and what I've learned about me with getting the it
1: because I do get it frequently is that I've realized that I one am putting wild expectations on a person to be perfect when right I away. myself am not perfect I'm also then Putting, it's me putting my guard up and my wall up to actually deeply connect properly because I'm just like, oh, well, they've got this issue with them. Mm. So, ew, how could I ever? So, I have had to take a long, hard <laughs> think about it. But I had the ick with someone once, <laughs> me mouthing to Ashton, who it was. <gasps> oh. And I was like, oh, no, 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 I've got the ick. And then uh, quite a few months passed, a lot of space was put between us. And now I'm like chatting to him again. And I'm like, Are we going round two? Like,
0: so you can get past the ick. I think some- spend a lot of time with someone and you're going to learn to love the things that maybe you don't love about them. Like, Mm -hmm. I think naturally you just move past it and you'll, yeah, they just become a little bit like irrelevant further down the track.
1: And like, I put my ego the fuck down. Yeah. I put my ego away and was just like, look, they're a human just like you. There's probably things you do that disgust them as well.
0: (laughs) Sure. No one is Perfect. So someone's written in ways your parents have influenced the way you act in a relationship now. Drum roll, please. We're going to talk about some daddy issues. (laughs) This is why both Carts and I are in therapy because (laughs) we got daddy issues. (laughs) No, my therapist actually said I don't have daddy issues. But anyway, (laughs) I think I still do. (laughs) So how you go first. My
1: parents pretty much divorced when I was in grade I think eight or nine I grew up in a family where they just fought constantly so all I know from love is that it's turbulent Mm. so I seem to attract chaos (laughs) like very fitting that chaos is so prevalent in our lives because I think that's what I grew up around um They then had a divorce and that divorce went for years and years and years. They fought about money and stupid stuff. So my watching my parents grow up has definitely influenced me in a way that is probably why I protect myself so much. I also am very like strong woman vibe that sometimes it is great. I have a lot of self-respect, but it definitely gets in the way of me letting my guard down because I'm like, if a guy messes up once, I'm like, well, I don't need you. Yeah. I'm, you tap into your masculine energy a lot. I'm very masculine when it comes to that. But when I am in love and I feel safe, I'm like the biggest mushball very femme. femme. And so that's how it's influenced me. I really, it makes me protect myself a lot more, which I'm grateful for. But when it comes down to it, it can be difficult for me to trust people. And also that's why I find it hard to date because I'm like, well, I've Freaking hate most men. Mm. I hate what they say and the way that what the way they do things. Like it's it's really a hurdle for me to get over.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm very very similar in my situation. Uh, my parents divorced when I was like four, and it was. My mum literally escaped. She <laughs> she had booked the removalist. My grandparents uh, drove down to like up to Bundaberg, where we were living at the time. And they she literally packed as much as she could and got out of there. And um and yeah, basically, I had an on and off relationship with my dad my whole life. He <laughs> was, um, I'm gonna say. Uh, emotionally and verbally abusive. Um, and <laughs> I'm not going to go too much into yeah. it, but my mum and dad's relationship was awful. They have never gotten along my whole life, and same. I have never obviously I was too young to ever see them kiss and be in love. But- so I I did have a stepdad there for a bit, but that's another story as well. I didn't really um, have a close relationship with him either. So. For me, learning what love is and how what a relationship is, is something I've had to kind of do like on your own live. Yeah. I've had to do it through my relationships and. Mum's helped me the best she could with trying to educate me on any red flags that come up that reminded her of my dad, but my mom didn't have a lot of guidance growing up either. Same. And that's also because my mom used to – I'd go to my mom
1: for relationship advice and my mom would never comment. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, I'm seeing this guy and she'd be like, okay, like would brush it under the rug I think because she also did not know. So I feel like both of us have really stumbled
0: and figured it out as we've gone. And all I do is listen to relationship podcasts and read – books about relationships like I just try and educate myself as much as possible because you know my mum's amazing but she's not great with selecting men yeah and um and you know it's time you just got to be responsible for your own life and go okay this is something I've got to teach myself and that's fine and I think that talking
1: I what I did to learn was I would talk to people in relationships. In relationships I really admired, I would always just ask, like, Mm -hmm. so how do you – what do you think the key is to a successful relationship and what do you think – like, I don't know, lots of self-analysis and lots of observing can really help um, because – and also experience Mm -hmm. helps, but also knowing that your parents' relationship does not define your relationships and just having an awareness about how – past patterns that you've witnessed as a child can play into your life. Perfect that you
0: said that because I was literally about to say the best thing you can do is if, you know, you're in a position to be able to sit down with a psychologist mm-hmm. and they can help you unpack your, um you know, inherited behaviors yeah. from, that's from your family tra- tree, I guess. And if you can break those patterns that have been passed down through generations, you are literally doing something life-changing, like Mm -hmm. to be able to become aware of those patterns and then break them and create new healthy patterns to then be able to pass on to your kids when you have them, if you have them, is something that everyone should be doing because our parents are just, they're they're not perfect. We put them up on pedestals and we look at them in this godly way, but they're just humans. And they were once just trying to navigate their relationship and they had kids a lot younger back then as well so you know I think we've just got to give them grace and go they've done the best they could with what they knew and now it's up to us to learn and we're a bloody student for life we are a student for
1: life (laughs) and also dating as I said now is so different so So.
0: different
1: so the last question we're going to do before our quick burst opinion (laughs) is we'll keep this one quick do you still think you can be friends after a breakup
0: I personally think no, not for a long time. Mm. I think that your feelings aren't just going to switch off like that. Mm -hmm. Like, unless, you know, you've been stuck in a relationship that you weren't in love with for years. But like, I think you need to give it some time and that Mm -hmm. time's going to look different for everyone, but you need to give it some time to be able to drop into that friendship feeling for and sure. friend zone, which might not even be possible for some people if it ended bad, but yeah. Yeah, I think it's
1: 100% possible, but yeah, you need time. You need to, like, have some space because the, the water needs to clear a little bit and then, you know, but it depends if it was a full relationship or a situationship because I've stayed friends with most of the guys I've yeah. had things with, like we've – but each, each yeah. one of them, it took some time and Same. then we've all – I've stayed friends with pretty much all of the guys that I had little things with, which I love because yeah. – it ended well and yeah. stuff, but with um old mate Daz, that's no there's no friendship there.
0: Daz Cam.
1: Daz Cam, the app. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well let's get into
0: our little quick burst. What's it called again? I don't know. Quick best opinions. Why did I decide to do this? It's just fun. It's a, a, fun, little, a fun
1: little way to end it.
0: Yeah. And it's very lighthearted.
1: And, we'll lift know. we'll lift the vibes up now oh, because that was a bit holy. Like I'm, I feel a little bit tense
0: after that chat. Me too. I have a bit of an emotional hangover. Yeah.
1: Sorry if we brought the vibe down a <laughs> bit, but it is. It's heavy. It is heavy talking about relationships and love. I mean, mm-hmm. it can be fun and exciting, but... It's just navigating it is a lot sometimes. And the map looks different for everyone. And just know it's supposed to be fun and it's supposed to feel good. Yeah. So if it's not fun and feeling good, it's time to go. Get out of there. Okay. You go first. (laughs) What is your thought on Crocs? (laughs) I just, I've oh never God, asked for your opinion on Crocs. Crocs are very like, you know, people have a very strong opinion about Crocs. You either love or hate them. Because no I've started wearing this yellow pair of Crocs. <laughs> Mine Drew are cute. House. My Drew House Crocs. Justin Bieber's brand or whatever has some Justin Crocs. Bieber and Ryan Good's brand. They sent me some Crockies, and I think they're the only Crocs I'd wear because they're Drew House, like they're cool. Yeah. But Jamie, so I've, I've, we have this friend JJ, he hates them. He literally thinks they're disgusting. Like, he pays me out every time I wear them. What's so, your thought?
0: I personally don't go there. I could never I'm not a croc girl. I would look like a five-year-old. I do look like a five-year-old when I wear them. I know, but you can pull off weird shit. I can't. <laughs> I'm like, it's just, I've got too much of like a commercial look <laughs> to wear crocs. Oh, we'll spice
1: you up. Well, spice
0: me up, but crocs ain't it for me. Um <laughs> To be honest, they're not really it for anyone. Like, good on you, JB, oh! for like doing your collab, and like Drew House did make them look semi cool. Cute little thingies on them. Okay. I can change.
1: I can customize. I know, but like my little. We're just it's just my imprint things on them. What are they called? My little,
0: the little clips. Clips. <laughs> <laughs> no, look. Like if you if you want to wear them down to the beach, go for it. <laughs> you know, waterproof. We love that. But like on a day to day basis, they just. They're not for me. I'm going to say they're not exactly practical because my feet get a
1: bit sweaty in them. Yeah. yeah like, like you're walking around. But they're and
0: it's, so wide. They remind me of a cro- – oh, is that why they're called Crocs? They remind me of a crocodile.
1: crocodile. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I love my yellow Crocs. I wouldn't wear them a lot of places, but I wore them out to a cafe the other day and I felt so cute and liberated. I was like, I'm so quirky. You did make them look cute.
0: Yeah. There's only – there's certain people that can – Pull it off. Oh Let's just say God. that. Thank you. And you're one of them. Thank you. Okay, my one for you is nervous. Why does it make
1: me nervous every time? I know,
0: same. Every time it's been two times. Like this is our <laughs> second episode. <laughs> <sighs> um, what is your thoughts on Kentucky tours? What <laughs> the oh no. Have you been on one?
1: I've never been on one, but been when I was on. younger, it was like the dream. I, I was know. in high school, and I was like, "When I go on Kentucky with my best friends, I'm going to have this experience of a lifetime." And it was the
0: thing back then because it was the thing. Like back then, I felt the feel- thing. <laughs> Shut up, Cardia. So, like with social media these oh wait, I'll let you. I'll let you say your opinion. No, no, go on. I was just going to say the thing with social media these days is that like everyone now knows like the hotspots and where to go. Like it's so easy to build an itinerary yourself. Mm. But before then, Every like… the fucking blogger is a bloody travel expert exactly. now. And now, but then back then, like, Kentiki Tour was, like, the it thing to be, like, okay, they are going to take us to all the places and it's, like, I don't know. It was just, like, there's so different now that, these days. Personally. I think, honestly, great idea. We love
1: Kintiki for probably giving some of these kids the experience of their lifetime. They're on the bus. You're hooking up with, oh. with Lawrence <laughs> over Lawrence! there. <laughs> without my name. Like, you're just sneaking into each other's rooms. Like, is it kind of like school camp vibes? Or like, you're, a, like you'll meet on the bus Yeah, and you're with your girlfriends and yeah. I'm like, Ashton, oh my God, look at him at the back of the bus. Like, he's so cute. Like, I can't wait. And you're like, dibs on him, dibs yeah, on him. Yeah, and then yeah, like, yeah. the first night comes around, everyone's drinking. Yeah. And like, you like run back to the room and the, and the next morning you're like, oh my God, I hooked up with Lawrence. And then like, whatever. Is that how it works? And you have a yeah. fling for the two weeks that you're on the bus together. Like, I think a lot of like... <laughs> threesomes and stuff happen. oh my god if I could be naughty and it'd I love it be a naughty it. experience I think Kentucky's fabulous would I go on one? yeah
0: no. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say we should like do it for shits and gigs one time just not the whole time just for like like, dip in for, like, a day or two and then dip out. I don't think it works like that. But, like, oh. I'd be a
1: little bit nervous because I'm very picky with people. So I don't know, like, if I would – what if I don't get along with
0: – I know, but how fun would it be to just do it as YOLO. an experience? True. I you know? Think, I think that it we would We could be, even podcast about hell,
1: it. I think it would be a very hilarious experience. I would just be a bit bummed if there wasn't any hotties on my bus. Well, then
0: we'd just cancel it. We'd <laughs> 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 get on the bus and we're like um, – So no, then no we would I recruit.
1: Can- Who wants to come on this Kentucky tour? We'll pay for it. <laughs> You can pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, Kentiki. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yes. Have you guys actually? If you um, oh, tell us, let your, it, tell us your experience. I like want to know your sauciest, naughtiest Kentiki experience. Yeah. Oh my god, I already can picture all of, like the and we were doing Jello shots, and then we were doing body jello shots, shot. and then we were in Ibiza, and then you know, oh, oh my god, wow, I want to travel again. Same. Holy moly! <laughs> naughty hmm. naughty naughty us traveling single
0: living our best wait have we traveled single together before never never never
1: <gasps> besides never. new york
0: new york you were oh. single for like
1: two fucking weeks yeah that was a that great time was spicy that was oh <laughs> my god anyways that is it for this week's episode oh thank you so much for tuning in hope <laughs> Sorry tuning in your brow just lifted to the high oh my heavens. god
0: my left brow always does that I don't know what's wrong with it it just always and I never can feel it it just does it without me
1: feeling it um anyways yeah we hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode make sure to like and subscribe send it to your friends
0: yeah send it to your friends review it like five stars five or nothing star please it. obviously
1: <laughs> but also if we've been annoying
0: then still five stars for being yeah. annoying <laughs>
1: We hope you have a beautiful week. Remember the mantra the mantra that we said, you are your home. Empower yourself, boo, and don't take shit from nobody.
0: And we'll see you next
1: week. See you next week. Bye.
0: Step into the world of power, loyalty